Welcome to Top 5. This is the Halloween Spoopy Podcast, where every year we rise from our graves on Halloween to count down your Top 5 Anything. I'm your host, Taylor Mitras. This is the podcast where you could choose Top 5 Haunted Hotels, Top 5 Haunted Battlefields, Top 5 Haunted Sex Toys! Ooh. See, we're funny too. <laughs> Guys, it's been like a full year since we've been back in the studio, but I'm ready. I'm ready for this Halloween spooktacular. I'm ready to get weird. I'm ready to get spoopy. It's already like like it's already here. It's today, in fact. Happy Halloween, everyone. And happy Halloween especially to my guest this week, the podfather himself, Steve Roselli. What is up, everyone? How you doing? I, I assume they're fine. We can't hear them. Oh, that's right. We can't hear them. No, but mm. if I reach out with my mind's eye, I feel they are okay. <laughs> Steve, how are you? How's your Halloween treat? That's good. Yeah? Yeah. You get spoopy? Yeah, I did. Got a clown mask, scaring no. people. You did, and I really don't care for it. Why? It's spoopy. It is. Too spoopy. <laughs> Scare cat. See, I yes. See, I like a, a nice cuddly. I like, I like what I'm gonna call cozy goth. That's how I like it. I could have been a monk for you for Halloween. Oh, that would have done it for me. A monk that saves the world. Oh, are we playing D and D? No, I'm no. I mean, like legit. Like he's got a gun. Uh huh. He's got the monk haircut. Uh huh. He fights crime. How can I subscribe to this TV show? <laughs> I don't know what to call it. Is this on? You, you will call it. Well, Monk is already taken. <laughs> yeah, Monk is already taken. Um, Friar Joseph. There you go. There you go. The Deep Friar. The Deep Friar. All right. Um, Steve. Yes. You were on last year for Halloween, correct? I was. That was a long, long, long episode <laughs> full of blood and guts and... And some diddling. Necrophilia, some diddling, some cannibalism... And I don't know if I can handle another episode like that. So please, Steve, what's our spooky topic this year? Top five Albert Fish stories. Oh, man. <laughs> I'm joking. I'm I joking. Sh- oh, oh. <laughs> I'm joking. What is, what is it, Steve? Top five cryptid, cryptids. What's a cryptid? A uh, mystical creature that, sure. that like society believes in. Legends, urban legends. Mm-hmm. Are they real? Are they connected to UFOs? We have lots of questions. Yeah. So, so like, like a Bigfoot, perhaps a Bigfoot, or a a Loch Ness monster, perhaps. Nessie is nature's gentle giant. <sighs> oh, Nessie. Um. So, so, uh, yeah. So we're we're looking at our legendary creatures that pop up in real life, perhaps our blurry photographed critters of the wild or um really shitty video evidence like that bigfoot video yeah the one where he's like just a guy in an ape suit and he looks the forest. he looks ba- oh you guys he can't see the me. camera he looks at the camera like this oh. over his shoulder oh yeah what he is he walks with those long strides yeah yep i do believe that some of them are real not Ooh, all of them some of them well steve yes i i can't wait can we just dig right in yeah i want to know what's real steve what's your number five cryptid it's creepy. It's gross. It's got tentacles. Mm-hmm. The Kraken. Oh. Yes. The, the Kraken. Kraken. It rises like a Kraken from the sea. 
Steve, for the listeners at home who are living under a rock under the sea, what's a kraken? He is a legendary sea monster from mm-hmm. North, uh, Norse and Swedish mythos. Oh, interesting. Yes. I didn't know that. Yeah. So Viking times. Right. So you have to picture, let's picture um, Leif Erikson okay. going across the Atlantic Ocean. Sure. No, maybe not him. Maybe his cousin. Sure. Um, Eric the Red. Eric the Red, yeah. And um, he's crossing the Atlantic Ocean. Yeah. And his boat just happens to stop in the middle. Don't know what's going on. And you see this giant tentacle just rise from the water. Oh, suckers and then the you size s- of your skull. <sighs> the suction cups go suction off your face. <laughs> and, um, you know, it's a giant octopus or a giant squid. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Um, Steve, what, what? You got questions? Sorry, I'm just, I'm still thinking about suckers taking off people's faces. Uh, wait, wait, real quick. You've seen Pirates of the Caribbean too, right? I have. Does that happen? Yeah, someone gets their face suctioned off. Oh my God, that's a Disney movie. Yeah. I don't recall that. Yeah. It's been a long time. I saw the second one in theaters and then I stopped saying them. I don't blame you. Um, Steve, why Kraken? Cause why Kraken? <laughs> Why? <laughs> Why? Why Kraken? Why did I choose it? Yeah. Because it freaks Is it, is it rum freak... related? No, it's not rum related. Because okay. <laughs> it freaks me out, dude. Yeah? Just thinking about it. Tentacles freak me out. Steve, I, I got to tell you, I feel a little freaked out. Can you imagine being out in the sea with your with your Viking ship and a, and a tentacle like, comes out? Like, what do you do? Like picture this like 40 to 50 feet length creature. Jesus, just trying, that just, big? Yeah. Just wow. trying to bring it down. Now, you know, like other ancient societies like, you know, Greece and Rome probably have like a Kraken myth, mm-hmm, but like mm-hmm. this is like Viking shit. Yeah. Just, well, you know, they were roaming the Atlantic well before any other civilization. Do you think maybe they caught the last of uh, a, of a specific species of uh, octopi or squid that became Kraken-sized? Yeah, maybe. Maybe they saw like a carcass on um, like landfall, like yeah. on a beach, because you see like giant squid carcasses on beaches sometimes. Yeah, yeah. That's why, this was why I think the Kraken was real. Interesting, interesting. S- tell me more about that. Well, it's said to um, the Kraken, you know, like I said, it says to the store ships crossing the seas. Um, You know, like how I said, like the Norse, I was going to read this giant fucking paragraph about a story. Mm. It's way too long. Okay, actually. that's fair. So this is talking about how the Vikings saw something when mm-hmm. they were crossing one time and that's how the whole story began. It's cracking wise. Do you think it might be like a sailor story, kind of like um like mermaids with like yeah. oh I saw the tale of a beautiful woman and the, it's a manatee. Yeah, I think they also saw like oh, what the fuck do they eat? Like like whales or something. Mm-hmm. Like you see like a whale carcass with like suction that that's that still happens that yeah, phenomenon still happens. of suction and, giant suction cup and scars you, and if you in see like i don't know the discovery channel or animal planet they'll go into giant squid mm-hmm. and they have like underwater cameras and show you the, these tentacles going after it you'll I, see, even see like them eating small squids oh cannibalism cannibal squids jeffrey the cannibal kraken could you just like seriously just imagine you're just on a ship? Can I? Can I not? No, you have to. Oh, Come on, man. I'm okay, painting I'm on this a, picture. All right, I'm on a ship. And you're like just, 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 it's just you. It's just, it's just and me. And your family. And I'm, and I'm rowing. 
Whoa, how small of a ship is this? Oh, I don't know. Oh, I'm I'm on a ship. I'm at the prow. Yeah, you're at the prow. Looking, looking out for danger. And your, and your first mate, um, Jeff, Jeff, is up in the crow's nest. Yeah, yeah. And he sees something. Uh-huh. And just takes you down. No. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I don't even know what it is. No time to rela- re- yeah. react. Yeah. Steve, uh, I know you did not play Sea of Thieves, correct? No, I did not. Uh, very early on in the game, there was a phenomenon where you could be, out of nowhere, attacked by the Kraken. Oh, I thought it was a Megalodon. There's that. That was added later. Oh, okay. But the Kraken was giant tentacles would come out of nowhere. Your ship wouldn't move, and you just had to try to fight it off. Yeah. And it was truly one of the most epic boss battles I've ever fought of all time, and I received nothing for it. I'm sorry. It's okay. Like, it was truly great. Like, you just have to imagine, like, these people just imagining seeing things. You're on on the water. Mm -hmm. Sun's beating down on you. You might have been out there for days. Yeah, and just, like... Bored out of your mind. Bored out of your mind. Just couldn't... But, but like, you got to think back to, like, the dinosaur times, too. That's true. Like, you have to think there was something that big in the water. You had the Megalodon back then. Right. It, there's got to be something to stand up to yeah. the Megalodon. Plus, the ocean is... We only explored, like, what? less than half, maybe? Oh, way less than that. There's something like 80% of the ocean unexplored. I mean, that is outer space on our planet. We know nothing about... No, Every time there's nothing. a tsunami, some weird-ass fish flops up on the beach, and they go, we have no fucking clue what this is. Do you remember when they um, brought some creature up from, like, the water, and uh, it, like, exploded? Yes, because it was pressure. pressurized. Yeah, yeah, pressurized. That's a sad wow. thing. I was just reading this uh, article uh, from a few years back. Oh, excuse me. Where this uh, anthropologist or uh, um, it was a, they study bones, but not dinosaurs. Probably still paleontology. Anyway, uh, was like known for finding this fossil of this ancient primordial fish that no one had ever seen before, and mm-hmm. it had been believed to be extinct for several hundreds of thousands of years. Uh, was on leave in South Africa, went through the fish market, and there it fucking was on sale. Damn. Are you are you surprised that we don't hear anything today? But like about krakens. But yeah, like boats being taken down. Well, I think it might have to do with the boats themselves. I think the engine probably scares them away. What about the subs? Oh man. Well, here's the thing. Ooh, that's a good question. The subs are silent, right? Ish. Yeah, ish. Yeah. Enough to not show up on sonar. Um, great question. Uh, maybe. Well, I think this is something we might have to talk about as we go, but some people believe that this kind of phenomenon has a built-in way of avoiding being photographed, avoiding... Oh, they all have a way to be avoiding yeah, photographs. Yes, in that they, or, or you know, real close encounters like with uh, military things, they tend to somehow slip out of it, and some people think that the phenomenon, I'm just going to call it that... That's fine. ...is... Uh, you know, built to be not observed. It's the mind's eye. Perhaps it is. It's like the puma on the island. Well, the puma's real. You can only hope It's so. real to me. It's real to me. Puma lives in my heart <laughs> all year long, not just on Halloween. Jesus. And I try to keep that spirit. Okay. Steve, final words on that Kraken? No, I got that, or not, not really much, really. So do we think it's real? I think it's real. Okay. Yeah. It's, I don't think they're taking down ships anymore. No, but we think that it's... At least some kind of huge yeah, some squid. squid or octopus. I like to think it's a squid. 
giant. It, it makes more sense to me to be a squid. Yeah. Um. What, what was it in Clash of the Titans? It's like a guy. Uh, it's like a big mermaid. Oh, dude, it had a weird face. Remember mm-hmm. that face it had? Yeah, that weird I don't Ray picture, Harryhausen I don't face. picture it like that. I picture it like... You know, like a you know, like the octopus yeah, and the yeah. mouth is under, blah, 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 under like there. like with the beak, the, yeah, the octopus beak, yeah, yeah. Oh, it's like a face hugger. Oh, Steve, that's why it's number five. That's why it's number five. That's beautiful, Steve. Ugh. Okay, Taylor, your turn, my friend. All right, Steve. So, say you're out on the plains hunting the buffalo. Okay. And as you're creeping through the grass with your Musket, you spy a lonely buffalo. You fire once, but it runs off, and it's far too fast for you to catch. Instead, you look through the undergrowth for easier prey. Perhaps a jackrabbit. A fluffy tail sticks out of the underbrush. You think to yourself, I'll just grab it. But as you reach for the black-footed jackrabbit, it turns... And it is no such thing. It is the wily jackalope. The, the, the what? The jackalope. <laughs> okay, explain this to me. Jackalope. The jackalope is a jackrabbit okay. with antelope antlers. Jesus. So I'll show you a picture. Here's one stuffed. <sighs> so the jackalope... Uh, is a why does that look like a squirrel's head? I, I don't. It's a, like it's a weirdly small rabbit. Um, it's th- adorable. It is adorable until it leaps into your scrotum. Um, Whoa! Yeah, you think it's it's gonna attack you from your underbelly with those horns? Remember, they jump. So a jackrabbit with thank ant- God for those dick pills. Thank God for those dick pills. Promo code top. Oh, so, <laughs> wait a minute. Nope. <laughs> nope. <laughs> can't do it. I can't. So the jackalope is uh, an American tall tale mm-hmm. uh, involving, you know, seeing and stuffing these anim- these rabbits with horns. And you can actually go online and you can buy taxidermy jackalopes. Unfortunately, they are more than likely not real. No, probably not. Um, sometime in the 30s, a couple of Westerners in Wyoming uh, started... You know, just taking baby antelope horns and sticking them on taxidermied rabbits, and then selling them like as a tourist yeah. thing. It'd be like it's it's much like the drop bears of Australia. Like, oh, watch out for drop bears or the snipes of uh, New York. Like, watch out for the snipes. It's not real. It's not a real animal. So it's kind of like we thought it was the snipe. Yeah, no, snipe's not no. real. Oh, Steve. Aww. Oh, Steve. Aww. I can't even say you're a little brother. Aww. That's your fault. Oh, honey. <laughs> oh, honey. So, Steve, weirdly enough, even though this animal was created as a hoax, yeah, it might be real. <laughs> but, like, like, I'm picturing, like, a snake oil salesman just, like, if I combine these antlers and this rabbit... I could make even more money. That's exactly what it is. That's what I'm picturing. It. You're completely correct. Oh, Jesus. However, also, yeah. you'll notice this plate from a dictionary of animals circa 1575. <sighs> and on that middle rabbit, it has fucking antlers. Jesus. What are the... And that's from Germany. So you're saying this thing is all over the world? Might be all over the world? It might be. Or it might have been something that used to exist. Or a phenomenon that happened. Um... Don't look at that one. I'll explain that one. Hey, you want to give that one back. 
You don't want to look at that. <laughs> I, like, you don't want to look at that. That'll make you sad. at it. That'll make you sad. Um, but what we think might have actually influenced these, like, actual real-world drawings and things, and even pictures we have, is a, a, a disease called Chopapillomus virus yeah. that rabbits can get, and other animals, that causes them to grow horns. They're like calcium growths on their body. Oh. So uh, I've seen... Um, you know, you'll see a picture of a goat with, like, one horn growing out of the middle of its head. Yeah. It's kind of like that. Oh, okay. Um, or, you know, you'll see stuff like this at freak shows and things like that. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, so I've seen something like that at the state fair where I was like, oh, yeah, that dog's not supposed to have that horn in its head. So since this is actually shockingly common, I mean, less than 1%, but more common than you think in jackrabbits. Yeah. We think that might be where the jackalope comes from. Huh. Um, we've even got, uh, there was, uh, some, some tall tales involving the jackalope, uh, earlier than the horns were, uh, earlier than the taxidermy business, but they seem to be kind of jokes on tourists and, yeah. uh, people from back East. Like, Hey, if you go out in the woods, make sure you wear stove pipes on your legs so the jackalope don't poke you. Jesus. So like so these um jackalopes are they um herbivores are they you know I assume they're herbivores I've seen people put fake fangs in the taxidermy but I imagine they were basically just rabbits with antlers I don't know if I'd be afraid of that Sometimes they are said to be able to mimic human speech So when cowboys would sing out on the range they'd hear a woman's voice from out in the field singing along with them and when they went to go check out who this woman was, it was the jackalope. Jesus. Jackalope, 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 jackalope. It's also a great word to say, and my personal spirit animal. It's your spirit animal? It's my spirit animal, because it's useless. I'm kind of jealous. Yeah. I don't have a spirit animal. You got to go get one. We'll get you some ayahuasca. You'll get a spirit animal. Nah. Okay. No. No, I don't want. I don't. <laughs> I don't. Says, no. no. I don't need to be tripping balls. I don't need to go on a need, vision quest. You don't need a drug that makes you shit your pants. No. No. I. I, I don't, I'm not going into my bodily functions on this episode. No. Not this one. Not this one. <laughs> all right, Steve. That's all I have for a jackalope. No, that's fine. There's, it's a number five. Th- th- there's a lot of a lot of these creatures don't have a lot of em- you know information. There's one from Australia that I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I'm like. That's not enough information. We'll have to save that one for honorable mentions. Well, I'm going to do the ne- this next one, mm-hmm. which I wanted to do for number two, but this also does not have a lot of information because oh. the Navajo Indians will not tell outsiders. I don't want to say white man. I already did. I was going to say it later. <laughs> okay. The Skinwalker. What the fuck's a Skinwalker, Steve? <sighs> I'm glad you asked, Taylor. Is a Navajo culture uh, witch. A harmful witch. Okay. All right. It has the ability to shape shift into animals. Oh shit! Kind of like a werewolf. Yeah, kind of like a werewolf. Okay. So it can shape shift into um, coyotes, mm-hmm. wolves, owls, eagles, and crows. And crows. Yeah. Oh, I don't know why a crow. I don't. I, I, I don't get that. Why is it called a skinwalker? Because it kind of like sheds its skin. Is it? Ugh. It's human skin to shape shift. Now, not apparently. That's metal as fuck. Apparently, not all 
witches are skinwalkers. Uh-huh. But all skinwalkers are witches. Okay, that's I, fair. I, don't ask me. That no, makes no, no. no sense to me. No, no, no. I follow, no, some, I follow that. Like, they some, all don't have the ability to Some do witches it. don't skinwalk. So, so, you got, like, picture this, like, in, I don't know, 1655. Okay. All right. Just picture the Navajos just in their sure. land and... Not they're, bothered by the white man. Not bothered by the white man. And their witch doctor. Let's call him a witch doctor. That's fine. That works Shape for me. Shapeshifts. A medicine man, perhaps. Medicine man, yeah. Just shapes it into an animal. By the way, the colors of their animals uh-huh. are white. So that's how you can tell them apart from... Like, so, like, you were attacked by a white wolf, you'd know that was the skinwalker. Skinwalker, yeah. But the weird thing is, like, can you picture a white crow, though? Uh, I've actually seen an albino crow before. It was a raven, actually. Oh. It was very weird. It had pink eyes. Pink eyes? It had pink eyes. Jesus Christ. It's also said that the skinwalkers can jump into other people's bodies. Oh, damn. Like a warg? Yeah. They can warg into kind people? Of, yeah. Kind of like possess it. That's fascinating. It can read its mind. That's fascinating. Like, it could read your mind, apparently. Shit. This thing's got a lot of juice. <laughs> this guy's got the goods. Yeah, apparently. Can you believe that shit? I I want to. Apparently, if you lock eyes with the skinwalker, the oh I, yeah, they kind of absorb themselves into your body. Okay. You don't want to look at so they. The if eyes. I look, if I look in the eyes of this this white crow, it could become me. Yeah, pretty much. Oh my god. Um, you know, it's just throughout the U.S. Um, skinwalker ranch specifically, right? Mm, or is that that's more that's more. <sighs> I didn't go. I didn't want to go into Skinwalker Ranch because it's more like a, a f- extraterrestrial phenomenon thing. Oh, that's another one of those things, Steve. The phenomenons are all related. Yeah, because where the Skinwalkers are, where they perform their magic, is also a place of a hotbed, perhaps the biggest hotbed in the United States of UFO encounters and cattle mutilation. Yes, I tried to watch the. Uh, the documentary it's hard it's super hard i wish it stopped showing me pictures of cattle mutilation oh my god i'm so i can't look at it it's so gross it's it's so gross and it's so i know what a butcher shop looks like there's blood all over i get it yeah you cut the animal there's blood when the animal is just a pile of skin and everything else inside of it is gone and there's no blood that's unnerving um, there was a story from last podcast that you did talked about the like a skinwalker. Mm-hmm. Apparently, they were this wasn't like this was back in the day, way back in the day. Mm-hmm. These like settlers like sort of like pissed off the you know the Navajos, mm-hmm. and the skinwalkers started like kind of not like hunt them, but like stalk them. Mm-hmm. And they're in their little cabin, the yeah, settlers, yeah. and they're outside. The skinwalkers are yeah. And it starts like shape shifting into you know different animals, and um, it's just like stalking around the house. Doesn't go in for some reason. Oh, I wonder if they have to be invited like a vampire. Maybe. And um, I guess in the next morning they're just gone, but they come back. Wow, Steve, they were gone. They were gone, dude. And um, they came back. <laughs> I'm sorry. They came back later that night, though, and continued the the stalking. Okay, I'm gonna put this way. I'm I'm just so freaked out by this. 
So what do they? What would? What did the? Did they move? Did they leave? Oh, they left. Okay. Yeah. I Good would, call. I wouldn't say on ancient Indian ground at all. No, this isn't poltergeist. No. And even if it was, that would still be a very bad idea. There's a there's a picture of um, it's artwork. Oh, of, I'm not gonna like this. Of the uh, oh, I really don't like that. Apparently, also like the humans. We'll the, put that in the show notes on uh, Instagram. Oh, actually, this one this one's a little bit better. Okay, that one's not as scary, but it but doesn't like, make me feel better. The human doctors, they're a little more hairier mm-hmm. than like the normal Navajo Indians, so you can see that they are like the skinwalkers. It like like bearded hairier, um, because that would make sense. Bearded Na- Native Americans hair, generally don't grow a lot of facial hair, um, hair, on, just, hair on their body. Just a lot more hair than what you're normally used to. I wonder if they're related to that um, those ancient tribesmen from Japan that are all super hairy. Probably because they all came from yeah Asia that, over the the Bering Strait. The, the Bering Strait, the yeah. land bridge. I couldn't think of it for a second. As, as we, well, we've gotten new information that humans might have existed a million years before in America before the land bridge because they found um, a mammoth bone they could carbon date till forever ago, and it's got tool marks in it. Jesus. Yeah, it's got tool marks and teeth marks. In so it. apparently, the skinwalkers can use a powder called corpse dust. To poison victims. Like voodoo. Yeah, like voodoo. Jesus. That's super creepy. That's terrifying. Yeah. But that also shows very specifically uh, a, a line between two different magical schools. Completely different parts of the world. Yeah, and they can use charms to install fear and control their victims. It still sounds like voodoo, though, doesn't it? That sounds like voodoo. Yeah, I'm just not picturing like a doll, though. Yeah, like a charm, like a, well, even you know, a, like a, a to- necklace, like a totem, a, a totem, yeah, exactly oh. like a totem. I almost a token. No, that's the other movie. I know that bothered me. Um, I know that Steve. That is fascinating. Very is. There hasn't been like sightings in like modern times, mm-hmm. so I'm guessing maybe the the practice of this isn't. There anymore. I'm sure. I'm sure. It's probably cultural teachings. I'm sure they took some drug and they saw something. And Mm -hmm. or Mm -hmm. um, yeah, Steve. Final question: Is it real? I'm gonna say no for this one. All right. All right. That's fair. I'm gonna say you were tripping on some kind of Indian drug and you saw something. Uh, Maybe you you took some magic mushrooms. Yeah. You know, whatever. The only thing I'm worried about is those settlers definitely had something, but maybe they they saw something. Maybe they were just wolves. Maybe. Maybe Maybe it was Bigfoot. Maybe. uh, aliens. Maybe it was aliens. Maybe the whole thing is aliens. I've heard uh, a story of some kind of person. So someone's in the on the highway, and their car breaks down out of nowhere, just stops. Mm-hmm. They stop on the side of the road. They're out near Skinwalker Ranch, and almost out of nowhere, some kid starts like some fifteen year old t- kid starts tapping on the guy's window, and the guy's like, "What do you want?" And the kid doesn't say anything. He just looks in with these black eyes. So the guy starts trying to start the car Jesus. to get away. And this is a true story. It, this guy starts starting the car, and he, he, he won't start. It won't start. It's not even clicking. Finally, it starts, and he floors it while this kid's basically pounding on the window trying to get in, trying to scare him. Um, and he floors it as fast as he can. Uh, you know, he's going mm-hmm. you know, 100 down the highway, turns and looks, and the kid's running next door. Like just running right next to him. Jesus! Oh, just, just. And they think it was a Skinwalker. Shit! Yeah. Just to let you know, Skinwalker Ranch is in Ballad, Utah. Yeah. 
I just for the audience. It's oh yeah, not. yeah, Utah. It's owned by um the guy who owns like Red Roof Inn or something. <laughs> I, I don't. Uh, George Knapp. Is yeah, that the guy. George Knapp. Okay. He owns a chain of hotels. Oh yeah, that's say yeah. Yeah, weird, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's kind of creepy. Yeah, the the U.S. spent money testing out shit over there. Yeah. I'm I'm wondering if it's a soft place where the the veil between our world and the other world is thin. So like the nexus of the universe. Mm, like a like a vortex, like a portal. Oh fuck, fuck like, that! I'm never yeah. going there. So like whatever the the veil that between our reality and the next, the mm-hmm. curtain between our reality and the next is threadbare in that place. Yeah. And that's why things kind of seep through. Oh, shit. A place of power, if you will. Oh, a place of power, you say. Mm. Oh, better draw from it. Steve, speaking of place of power, and speaking of the American Midwest, no, just regular West. <laughs> okay. Steve, you're out in the plains. All right. And you're- still... You're still, you've recovered from the jackalope. <laughs> okay. And the skinwalker? Oh, somehow you got away from that skinwalker. Okay. You're out on the plains. You're hunting the buffalo. <laughs> the same buffalo? Yep. You're, you're okay. caught back up to him. You raise your musket, and before you can shoot, you hear it and feel an enormous gust of wind. It almost knocks you down, but something picks you back up, and you're lifted back to your feet, and then off of your feet, and then up into the air, and you look down, and... You can see the bison getting smaller and smaller as as you're lifted further into the air. Oh, up, my God. What is this? Off the breeze and into the mountains where you're dropped into an enormous nest just in time to be picked apart by man-sized birds. You look up in terror into the face of the last Thunderbird. Holy fuck, dude. Steve, the Thunderbird. Yeah, explain this to me. Is a giant fucking bird. It's carnivorous. In okay, nature. it's a giant raptor, like a like a eagle or a hawk. Um, it's native to uh, the West, the American West. Yeah, it comes from Native American traditions, um, and they are known to grow between have a wingspan of up to sixteen feet. That's eight foot wings. Uh, each wing eight feet. Um, they prey upon the buffalo. Really? Yep. So. Here's the thing. There's been in 18 I know, I take this with a grain of salt. In 1890, the Tombstone Epitaph, the uh the newspaper for Tombstone, Arizona, yeah, uh wrote a huge article about men local cowboys killing a giant uh reptile-like bird that had membrane wings, like thin like a bat's wing. Okay. Um they described it as being smooth and hairless, uh, long and thin, but had thick, transparent membrane on their wings, along with, quote, thickly set, strong, sharp teeth. And they described it as 92 feet long. Mm-hmm. That's gigantic. Jesus. Think about a football field. What was that, 100 yards? Yeah. All right, so it's a third of a football field. Fuck. Uh, and it was described that they'd killed it um, and taken a picture, which they say was printed in the epitaph, and that some copies still survive, but somehow no one can produce one. Even John Keel, the uh, very, oh. I know, the very famous uh, UFO UFO paranormal investigator, says he had a copy of the photo 
and he lent it to another person and that person never returned it and john keel of course is dead now and he died in i think oh two or oh three yeah man devoted his life he's gonna come back a lot yes he is yes he is so do you have do you have any like picture um like a like an artist this is an artist rendition of what the native americans describe as a thunderbird that's pretty sweet looking uh fossil records show that there are giant bird fossils yeah that carbon date to the time of early man so there's a possibility that this was something this was a megafauna mm-hmm. that cavemen had to deal with unfortunately there's no evidence that it has survived into you know the the current day however there were so many sightings that john keel actually uh made up a migration pattern for them oh my god uh, based on uh, what you know sightings but what's strange is it also kind of works with weather patterns so it would be when the pressure systems are highest where they could fly the highest mm-hmm. like like how uh, eagles fly up mountains they yeah. ride the current they don't actually flap their wings you know there was like an ancient bird during the dinosaurs that was like that i can't remember the fucking name of that uh there is pterodactyl no not the pterodactyl it had like feathers and shit hmm. i can't remember what it was there's um they like they they say like the raptors like evolved into this... oh that's right because now they say dinosaurs had feathers right yes yeah, some of them did some of them did um let me see if i can find this picture there is a picture floating around that they say is a recreation from people's memories of what the original photo looked like um unfortunately it's you know it, it is fake Thunderbird. Thunderbird's also a car, so if I look up the picture of Thunderbird, I get a bunch of cars. Uh... This is of the Thunderbird? Yeah, it's a Thunderbird. Jesus Christ, dude, he's picking up an elephant. Flying away with a fucking elephant. That's probably bigger than what we could... That's an artist's rendition. That's more of a and d type character. But if you look, you can find photos and stuff. They actually think that the photo that people swear they can remember and swear they possessed and swear was in a book... Um, might actually be either a false memory or a Mandela effect. Um, much like people remember Nelson Mandela dying in prison. Yeah, but, but he didn't. He didn't. Uh, he died. He, he, I, I think he's prison. still alive. No, he's not. <laughs> Is he dead? He's dead now. Oh, well, he was definitely out of prison. Um, but the uh, he became leader of South Africa. Yeah. And then other people remember, Steve, this might apply to you, Bernstein Bears. I remember, yeah, what about the Bernstein Bears? You know the Bernstein Bears? Yeah. It's not the Bernstein Bears. It's the Berenstain Bears. Oh. But we all remember it as the Bernstein, Bernstein Bears. Bears. Mandela Effect. Mandela Effect. Fuck. Fuck. A lot of people also remember a genie, myself included, a genie movie starring Shaq. Or starring, I'm sorry. That No, that is a real movie. A genie movie starring Sinbad. I remember that movie. Yeah. doesn't yeah. exist. Yes, it does. With Sinbad? Yes. No, it's not real. It's a real fucking movie. No, it's not. You only remember that it is. It doesn't exist. I remember it, too, because there were two genie movies out at the same time. Damn it. One had Shaq and one had Sinbad. I thought Shaq played, like, Steel or something. Shaq played a genie and he in the movie uh, Kablam or some stupid shit like that. Shazam? Nope, that's not it It either. was Shazam. It was Shazam. We found Sinbad's Shazam movie. No, they didn't. What do you mean, no, we didn't? No, they didn't. He admits the 1990s movie is real. Sinbad? Yes. No, he denied it a hundred times. There's a picture of him. It's shops. Let me see it. Hang on. Look at him. Hang on. 
If I see Shaq, I'm gonna be mad. Oh damn. Now I don't know. Now I don't know what's up. Steve, maybe our universe is just reconverged. Wait. Shaq was in a movie called Kazam. Shaq was in a movie called Kazam where he was a he was a um a genie. No, 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 it's real. Oh, here's that photo I was looking for. Okay, what do you got? Show it's on a, it's just going to show you small cuz it's a YouTube video, but it's a bunch of cowboys holding a pterodactyl. And that's supposed to be nailed to the barn, and that's supposed to be a recreation of what the photo looked like. I just don't see a pterodactyl surviving that long though. Where would that? I don't get where we that. Don't, we don't know. Yeah, I know. I know, but I just don't know where that would survive. No, I don't. I don't know what it would eat. By the way, you know that picture you showed me with the um, the Thunderbird with the elephant? Mm-hmm. That's definitely something Gerald the Rivia would kill. Oh, definitely. I'm throwing that out there. Yeah. So some people think that this might just be a misidentification of a big ass bird. Yeah. A California condor that got lost. You know, there are birds. There was also recently a sighting in Alaska, but there are birds that reach, you know, a five, six foot wingspan. Oh, yeah. Totally. Big ass birds. So they're thinking it might just be, you know, you thought you it was further away than it really was. It's, you know, size. You're looking at something up in the sky. Mm-hmm. You're a drunk cowboy. You know, it's it's not an accurate measurement to go look at that thing up there. Yeah. Um, however, at some point, a Thunderbird did exist. Oh, I believe it, yeah. Whether or not it still exists, probably we don't not. Know. All right. So I'm going to say probably not real. Uh, well, was real, probably not anymore. Okay. And I don't know if I trust the journalism of the tombstone epitaph. I, I would not trust that. Of 1890. Oh, fuck no. <sighs> Steve, we have to go to break, don't we? Yeah, I guess we do. Shit. I'm going to make sure some skinwalkers on outside the, uh, the studios. What's the noise? back we survived and so did you on this the most haunted of days welcome back to top five halloween episode we're counting down your top five cryptids your legendary beasts your mythical animals your monsters from the past return to haunt your days steve roselli the podfather's with us steve we're up to number three where where are you looking at what you got what you got you ready to go to the great state of jersey do I have to? You have to. Okay. You to go to the Pine Barrens? Oh, the worst part of New Jersey? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, the Jersey Devil. Ooh. Ooh. It haunts the Pine Berries. It looks like a goat slash horse. It's got bat wings. It's got creepy little hands. It's got hooves. And a really disturbing tail with spikes on it. You got music for this? You, no, I don't. I, I was like, I there's nothing I can do. I'm like waiting for something. That will make this work. Okay. There's nothing. You good? Steve, say its name again. The Jersey Devil. Okay, there you okay. go. Now, are you happy now? I am. I am. So, Steve, we're... what? Okay, so we've got an idea. It's a horrifying monster. Here's a picture of it. I don't want to see a you picture see of it. it. I don't... Okay. All right. So that's... But that's really going to be on the Instagram. Yeah, it's a really... I'll, try, I'll find something a little bit better than yeah, that. Yeah. So where does the Jersey Devil come from? I mean, this must be fairly modern considering he's no. in a U.S. state. No, it's not. Well, it's first reported 1735. That's not modern at all. No, it's not. All right, so uh, this guy's been around a so, while. So you ready? Yes. I'm going to read this little um, 
origin story here real quick. Oh, tell us, Grandpa Steve. Gather around, kiddies. Story time with yeah. Steezy. According to popular folklore, the Jersey Devil originated with a Pine Barrens resident named Jane Leeds, known as Mother Leeds. Okay. Legend states she had 12 children already. Damn, girl. <laughs> Dude, they used to pump out children they left used and right. They used to, yeah. After finding out she was pregnant for the 13th time, mm. she cursed said child in frustration, cursing, saying, I hope you're the devil. Okay, I'm, I'm waiting for you to hit something. To be honest. It hit the wrong. <laughs> it did the wrong one. Oh my God. Do you want to play our intern while you're at it? No. Okay. So, at, so when the child was born on a stormy night while her friends gathered around her, born a normal child, a mm. 13th child, okay. changed into a creature with hooves, a goat's head, bat wings, and a forked tail. What happened to it? Growling and screaming, it beat everyone with its tail before flying away up the chimney, heading into the pines. Up the chimney. In some versions of the tale, Mother Leeds was supposedly a witch, and the father's, and the child's father was the devil himself. Man, it sounds like the story of Nightcrawler. Destroy the child. Yeah, good idea, Alex. For once, I agree with you. <laughs> so Destroy the child. So what'd you think of that origin story? Uh, Steve, that's that's a horrifying... That's a nightmare. That's horrifying. The 13th child. So, like, the child was born normal. Yeah. And it just transformed into a devil-like creature. Well, isn't... Um, well, well it, it reminds me of a vampire story. The seventh son of a seventh son will become will be born a vampire. Oh, really? Yes. I never heard that story. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's yeah, part of it. It's a curse. Um, and I'm wondering if course the 13th child that's true and she cursed it herself interesting fascinating i mean that that really sounds like you know witchcrafty folklore of the time period yeah it really does doesn't it yeah it really does so what is it still around like is it what's going on we're, with we're, we're gonna get to some encounters okay so we gotta get to the later encounters. okay okay so okay so commodore stephen dector was just like going over like cannons mm-hmm. in this fort. It doesn't give me the fort's name. I apologize. Okay. Well, it's in New Jersey, maybe Fort Jersey. Oh, Hanover Mill Works. There you go. There we go. Sorry about that. Oh, that's probably where they're keeping the um the that's probably the militia. Yeah, this is about stuff. Jesus Christ, this doesn't even give you a date. I apologize. This that's doesn't fine. give me a date. That's fine. So he saw a creature with wings just flying. Interesting. As he was expecting. And then he fired a cannonball directly at it, Jesus. and it did nothing. A cannonball? Yes. Did nothing. Okay, so it's bulletproof? <laughs> Apparently it is bulletproof. Jesus Christ. So did you know Napoleon had a brother, by the way? I did know Napoleon had a brother. Wasn't I, he the emperor of Mexico? I did not know that. Yes. Joseph Bonaparte. Oh, no, he was uh, uh, emperor of Spain. <laughs> I doesn't say. Okay. The elder brother Napoleon yes. has also claimed to see the Jersey Devil. In Jersey? Yes, on his um, Bordentown estate, 1820. Wow. And during 1840, the devil was blamed for killing several livestock. So this thing clearly 
does not have a human lifespan. No. If it's been cursed and it's the devil, it's got probably like an immortal life. Yeah, it's probably running on some kind of demonic fuel. Apparently it has like a gut-wrenching scream. Like a horse? I'm guessing like... Yeah, that was gut-wrenching. I don't know what that was. I don't know. <laughs> I apologize like, for that. Like something more like... <laughs> no? That's <laughs> that. So during... um. Let's jump ahead. Let's jump a whole hundred years now. All right. To 1909. All right. Turn of the century. Here we go. So during the week of January 16th through the 23rd, newspapers published that hundreds claimed to see the Jersey Devil stalking. So this attacked a trolley car. Okay. It attacked a social club in Camden. Jersey. I didn't know that was a town in Jersey. I don't know Camden's Jersey. A, yeah, I don't New go Jersey. to Jersey. Yeah, it's a it's, it's, it's New York State's toilet. Yeah. I apologize, Jersey. Please don't send Mafia Hitman after me. <laughs> or the Jersey Devil himself. Okay, now I'm concerned. Or um, Brodeur. Yo, so, it's me. It's the fucking New Jersey Devil. <laughs> He's in a tracksuit. Um, <laughs> I'm going to break your fucking knees. <laughs> police have seen the creature back then uh-huh. and fired guns at it. All Still right. no effect. Still no effect. I'm, pi- I'm picturing... 1909. That would have been a like a six shooter. Yeah, so like they don't cowboy have cowboy gun. They don't have clips yet. No, so I'm guessing just a six shooter, right? Yeah. yeah. So you have to assume it has no effect. Yeah. Unless you have like a Thompson or something. Yeah, and it's too early for the Thompson. It's too early for the Thompson. Um, they've seen footprints in the snow right. that they can't identify, and skeptics believe that the Jersey Devil is more of a manifestation of early English settlers. Interesting. Do you think it's a manifestation of all those persecuted witches, perhaps? Maybe it's just a curse put on the colony. I, I, I would go with that. Okay. I don't believe this one is actually real. Uh-huh. I believe it's just like a normal urban legend. However, Steve, with the information you have, do you think this is a... Should it exist, do you think this is a physical creature, or do you think this is more of a demon? Like some kind of uh, paranormal, like a specter, uh, like a specter, like a ghost, or like a like a, a manifestation of no, evil. No, I, th- I think it'd be more physical. More physical, if you ask me. Yeah. Okay, all right, dude. If can- being bulletproof and cannon proof, that that points me to not physical. That's true, but interacting with a trolley car, huh? physical, physical. Could it be both? Could it be like half and half. Maybe it can choose. Maybe uh, Bigfoot is often said that if you shoot him in Could the chest with a shotgun. Shooting a fucking cannonball at something and not doing anything—that's crazy. And you know, it was probably like, like one of those like anti-personnel like round fist-sized balls. Oh too. yeah, and you can hit those with accuracy. Is it like one of those mortar ones? It might have been a mortar. I you, think you know what I'm talking about, like the short. I know, yeah, they, you, they fire know, up. Yeah, we all know what the mortars look like. It might have been but a mortar, like the cannon mortars. Yeah, the big round kettle yeah. ones. It might have been. I don't know. I don't know. It doesn't really say. It doesn't give you more of a detail. Yeah. Yeah, it might be more of a folk story too. Like, but it mentions a specific but, guy. Picture Commodore. Yeah, and he just like he's not doing this by himself. He's probably got like some lackey with him. Lackey, oh. load up the cannon, shoot this thing. Exactly, and he's got his boys with him because he's out there inspecting the cannon, so he wants his best out there. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it wouldn't be him manning a cannon by himself. It'd be him commanding a cannon. Exactly. And if he's a Commodore, he's probably the best there is. The best there is, the best there was, the best there ever will be. Brett the Hitman Hart. <laughs> <laughs> Did he see the Jersey Devil? <laughs> Maybe. Steve, do you think... Do you think the Jersey Devil's power is uh is lessened 
or enhanced by the season that the Jersey Devils are having in hockey? Neither. Okay. <laughs> Unrelated? Unrelated. Because I don't think they're doing too good right now. Well, they're rarely doing too good, but oh, no, they were good a few years ago. Yeah, they got the number one pick last year. Yeah. Well, interesting. What's your number three? My number three, Steve. I'm glad you asked. Because the fear has only just begun. It's only just begun to leave. Steve. Taylor. You're exploring <laughs> the Outback. Oh, wait. I got a question. Yes, Steve. So have I escaped the Thunderbird's nest? Somehow, through some sheer luck, you've escaped and you said, fuck the American West. <laughs> I'm going to Australia. <laughs> Founded by criminals? Founded by criminals. All right. All so right. here you are. You're exploring. Same time period. You're exploring the outback and you run into local aborigines and you're like hey i'm looking for like gold and natural resources is there anything like shiny i can i can get my hands on my grubby little fingers and they say well there's a cave filled with crystals but don't go there because you'll be met with a horrible fate a horrible monster lives there don't go in and you say oh your funny little folk tales. And, they, and the, the Aborigine goes, No, Whitey. We don't tell you. <laughs> no, Whitey? No, Whitey. Jesus. We don't tell our folk tales. We're just trying to get you not killed. But you don't believe them, Steve. And you go to the crystal cave. And you look upon its beauty. The shimmering light and and, and the, the crystalline surfaces. And you look in one and you can see your own affection. It's so clear. And behind you, a shadow that slowly caresses the back of your head before removing it from your shoulders. I'm not surviving this creature, am I? What is it, Taylor? Steve, it's the Yowie. <laughs> can you tell me what a Yowie is? Yes, Steve, I can tell you what a Yowie is. I don't know. A Yowie is a seven-foot-tall, ape-like man, uh, entirely black with long hair and a flat nose like a bear. Uh, he has sharp teeth, long arms, and is probably a cousin to what we know as the Bigfoot, as okay. the Sasquatch. So it's the Australian. It's the Australian Sasquatch, Steve. Now, here's the thing, Steve. We know weird shit. Weird animals grew in Australia without anyone noticing. That's the true. platypus, the kangaroo, the wallaby, the drop bear. The koala. Why not a yowie? Uh, okay. All right. So bands of yowie have been, you know, seen since uh, by the aborigines mm -hmm. for as long a time immemorial, well before the white man came to Australia. Um, the aborigines are very personal, like the Navajo, very personal about their traditional stories, and they don't feel like sharing them, which is their business. Uh, however, they talk about the Yowie in a matter-of-fact way. Okay. So it's not one of their deep, sacred, ancient traditions. It's just some shit they have to deal with. And that's why I'm kind of inclined to believe in the Yowie. All right. All right. All right. So I'm trying to picture this. I'm trying to picture this. But... Uh, well, here, I've got I've got one here from um, uh, a European. Let's see who it was. Uh, from 1842 chronicling, the natives of Australia believe the Yahweh, he, he calls it a Yahoo. Yahoo. They, they're not called Yahoo. They're called <laughs> like, Yahweh. Like, like the milk? 
Yeah, well, no, like the like the search engine. Oh, okay. <laughs> this being they describe as resembling a man of nearly the same height with long hair hanging down from its head over its features. The arms are extraordinary long, furnished at the extremities with great talons. Jesus Christ. And the feet turned backwards, so that on flying from man, the imprint of the foot, as it is the being, had traveled in the opposite direction. Altogether, they describe it as a hideous monster of unearthly character and ape-like appearance. God damn, son. Um, it has sightings constantly. What's with the crystals, though? Um, the Crystal Cave is a real place you can okay. go to. It's in Queensland. Um, but the natives would not go into it. Because of the Yowie? Because of the Yowie. Okay. Um, and, and, of course, you know, the Europeans went in, and some say they saw the Yowie, some say they don't. Did, did the uh, Aborigines, did they worship the Yowie as a god? Uh, they do not. It's more of something to be feared. Oh, okay. Like a like a great evil creature. All right. Or, or like, like a lion or a tiger, you know? Yeah. Like, you would worry about that the same way you'd worry about the Yowie. Um present day uh andrew mcginn uh had the mutilation of his pet dog darwin that he says was caused by the yaoi um in canberra in 2010 that's the uh, capital of australia canberra oh shit yeah not sydney yeah right yeah okay. well they built their own kind of like dc no okay so it wasn't like new york you know all right, uh, he said he saw an animal described as juvenile covered in hair with long arms that almost touched the ground in his garage. In his garage? In his garage. Jesus Christ. And it might be a yaoi. Um, in New South Wales in 77, the Sydney Morning Herald reported that residents of Oxy Island uh, heard screaming made by an animal late at night. In uh, the next morning, it was determined to be a yaoi. God damn, dude. In 94... Tim the Yowie Man claimed to have seen a Yowie. You guys got to look up Tim the Yowie Man. I'm going to look that up right now. Uh, Y-O-W-I-E for Yowie. Um, Tim the Yowie Man is on YouTube, and he is fascinating. And he has done some really great research into Yowies. In June of 2013, a Lismore resident and music videographer claimed to have seen a Yowie just north of Bexhill. Uh... In Queensland, in March 2014, two Yowies were said to be filmed using an infrared tree camera and collected fur samples and large footprints. Fuck. So is this the guy? Oh, yeah, that's the guy. I don't know if I can take this guy seriously. Uh, you... <laughs> no, I'm not taking him seriously. What's the that's fuck up whatever? to you. That's up to you. All right. So, Steve, my, my final point is don't fuck with the Yowie. Listen to the Aborigines. Don't go in the Crystal Caves. Don't go in the Crystal Caves. You were told, don't remove the sacred idol from the pedestal. The Yowie will get you, or a rolling ball will hit you. And I want the Yowie to be real, Steve. I would, too. Yeah, I kind of want that to I be real. I want that to be real, but I, I just can't, I can't for sure say that the Yowie is real. Okay. All right. As a physical creature... Who mates and murders, I can't say for sure the Yowie is real. Well, we have to ask Tim the Yowie, man. We'll have to get him on the show. We'll have to get him on the show. That'd be a pretty cool interview. Yeah, maybe we'll try that. Okay. All right, Steve. All right, you ready? Right. My number four? Yeah, you going all the way back to number four? No, not my bad. My number two. My number two. You're going I'm backwards. Sorry. I'm going backwards. I'm sorry. I've been taking some uh, Navajo mushrooms. Yeah, you got to put those down, I man. Got, I'm sorry. 
I'm sorry. I wanted to go on a spiritual trip tonight. All right, here we go. Take me away, Stephen. So after I got decapitated by the Yowie, <laughs> I'm going to continue the story here now. All right. The Aborigines brought me back to life somehow. They brought you back, Steve? They brought me back. They sewed my head back on. They uh-huh. did dance, and I'm back. He's back. I'm back. And I'm like, fuck the Outback. Fuck Australia. You know where I'm going, Taylor? Where are you going, Steve? I'm going to Tibet. Oh, smart. <laughs> get out of Australia. Get off out of North America. Yeah, you, Head for the hills. You'd think that. Maybe... Maybe the Himalayans. Maybe look for some spiritual guidance up there. Maybe. Maybe go find some monks. Maybe. Just settle into a peaceful life, Steve. Well, as I'm trekking through the snow, I see some footprints Uh of a giant ape-like creature. Oh, no. (laughs) Is it the Yowie again? Did you find you, Steve? It's it's the the Asian cousin of the Yowie and Bigfoot. Oh, no. (laughs) It's the Yeti. (laughs) And he takes me into his cave. And oh. hangs me upside down. Oh, no. And this is where the story's going to end right now. Okay, Steve. We'll see if we survive the next creature. We're, we're, Why is it only me? I'm sorry, Steve. You're the adventurous one. Oh, God. So we all know what the Yeti is. It's yes. the Asian Bigfoot. Right. It stalks the Himalayan mountains, India, Nepal, Siberia, Tibet. Cold, snowy places. It's also known as the Abominable Snowman. Bumbles bounce. Bumbles bounce. Bumbles bounce. Jesus Christ. So. Steve, I I want you to know that I own stock in Yeti thermoses, so I'd be really appreciative if you said nice things about the Yeti. The Yeti's super nice. Super cuddly. Really? Yeah. Tell me more. It likes Doritos. (laughs) (laughs) It keeps your drinks nice and cold. So Lieutenant Colonel Charles Howard... What the fuck? Buried a corn in the... Oh, he coined, he, he coined the term, the Yeti, the abominable snowman. American or is he... British. English? British? British. This is during a um, Mount Everest expedition. Okay. He uh, he found footprints that believed to be a, a large gray wolf. But his Sherpa... His, oh, my God. His Sherpa guides said that print... Belongs to the wild man of the snows. The wild man, man of the snows. You know, they used to call the orangutan the wild man of the jungle. Yeah. Well, or of the forest. Yeah. That's what, I think that's actually what orangutan means. Well, the uh, the Yeti was part of the pre-Buddhist beliefs of sub- several Himalayan people. Okay. So, he, so they, he's like, well known. Yeah, he, I think he's more worshipped up there than the Yowie was. Right. Or right. Bigfoot. Okay. So, that's pretty cool, I thought. That is cool. That's, I like to see our cryptids getting some goddamn appreciation for once in a while. Yes. Right, Misha? You can be a cuddly cat. Uh, this was um, pre-19th century. Mm-hmm. So 19th century rolls around. The explorers find more footprints, and they find uh, it's like a shoulder. Oh. Of, like the bone? Yeah, kind of with hair. With, with, with hair? hair? Yeah. Okay. So they go in... Um, do experiments and tests on it to see what it actually is, and they f- they thought it was a, oh uh, what was it a brown or blue bear that belonged to the Tibetan area. Okay, so it could be something natural. Natural, or could have been a yeti. Could have been a yeti. I mean, they don't have other yeti fur to compare it to. No, they really Perhaps, don't. Perhaps, and this is, what, when was it, 19th century? Yeah. That's pre-DNA. They have no clue. They have no clue. 
Uh, let's see what else here. Uh, oh, the prints were 81 by 38 centimeters. God damn, that's fucking big. Wait, how big? <laughs> 81 by 38 centimeters. That's like three feet. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty big. So you got a picture of this thing's like, what? 10 feet tall. 10 feet tall. 11 Steve, feet Steve, tall. Steve, lift up your, uh, your, oh, your circle thing. There, there you go. go. That's fucking huge. Yeah, and I always pictured a Yeti being white. I always pictured it being white as well to blend in with the snow. Yeah. Much like the Yeti in Monsters, Inc. or one of the many Yeti movies that have come out in the last couple of years. Or the creature in Star Wars. Yeah, the... The Wampa. Wampa, yeah. I almost said Tauntaun. That's not the Tauntaun. Oh, here's a picture of the... Uh... God damn it. Of the uh, the shoulder. Oh, let me see that. We'll put that it in the show It actually looks like notes. a butt, to be honest. Yeah, that looks a lot like a butt. Yeah, it says shoulder. Yeah, it says shoulder. Maybe that's why they couldn't identify it. It's a Yeti's ass. <laughs> Jesus, dude. Um, sightings are still seen to today. Okay. So, so if we're seeing it around, Steve, what do you what do you think? Is, oh, that's totally real. Yeah? I think the Yeti's real. The Yeti's real. I mean, it, it's coming from ancient traditions. But it's also being seen by modern man. Yeah. And, like, I, you know, the Tibetan monks still believe in it. They still... And, I mean, they're they're a truth-seeking people. And, you know, like the Sherpas. Yeah. They're afraid of it. Right. And those guys climb Everest. They're they not climb everything, yeah. I didn't think it would go that far into, like, Russia, though. In Siberia. Yeah. Well, I, I don't know. I figured, you know, Mongolia... Yeah, I was thinking definitely mountainous regions. The, Nepal. Yeah, right. The um, whatever that mountain range is called. I don't know the Himalayas. Yeah, the Himalayas. Yeah. yeah, that's what I thought it would be. But yeah, that's interesting. All the way up into Russia. But are you are you surprised though that they never find like a carcass though? Well, my question is if they're, we'll we'll say they're a sentient people that they are more human like than we imagine, mm-hmm. less animal like. Maybe they have a burial ceremony. Well, maybe. Maybe they have traditions that they keep. Maybe they're cannibals and they eat their dead. No, maybe. Or maybe the monks. Maybe the monks. Bury it? Maybe they're not telling us everything. You don't always want to talk to Whitey. (laughs) No, no. They didn't want to talk to me. They didn't want to warn me as I go up into the mountains, did they? Yeah, and last time they found part of a Yeti, it was its butt. It was its butt. They put it in a box. And they're like, please don't. Put the Yeti's butt in a box. There's no. Um, <laughs> it really looked like a like just a hairy ass. It's got a hairy ass. You know, you know how like Bigfoot, you got the like the picture. Yes, yes, the the blurry guy in an ape suit. But you never get a picture of you get the picture of the footprints of a Yeti, right? But you never get the a picture of of a sighting. You how just well get, do cameras work in that cold? Probably not good. Yeah. You have to assume not good. Yeah. Well. That, once again, perhaps the phenomenon has a way of protecting itself against being observed. Maybe one, like, it, bling, it brings a blizzard along with it. Perhaps. Steve, it's weird you mentioned that. Am I making it out of the Himalayans? Steve. Yeah? What's going on? Am I dying in the, in the cave? Steve, you've made peace with the Yeti. Oh, thank God. They are smart and sentient people, and they know that you've had... Your fair share of encounters with monsters, and you are no hunter, not anymore. No, not they anymore. let you go in peace, and you become accustomed to the cold of Tibet, of the mountains. Okay, but you long for your home in North America. Oh, thank God! Going back to America. 
You return, but you know the West isn't where you belong. <laughs> nope, Thunderbirds. So you go north into the cold of Canada. <laughs> oh, Canada. At least I get to hang out with Robin Sparkles. You settle down in a cabin near uh, near the Great Lakes of Canada. Okay. You start a family, Steve. Aww. Your life is happy Aww. until one winter a storm comes. And it gets cold. And the food runs short. And suddenly, you're ravenous. More ravenous than you could ever imagine. Do I eat my wife? You start with your wife. <laughs> then the children. Eating them, even though you're full, because your greed has brought you into the world of the Wendigo. Oh, fuck. Steve, you now carry the poison within you. You, too, are a Wendigo. That's not cool. No, it sucks. (laughs) That's not cool at all. No, it blows. So, Wendigo, Steve, is an Algonquin traditional monster phenomenon uh, 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 curse. We don't really know. Different tribes say different things. Some of them describe it as an actual creature. Um, some of it describe it as something that can happen to you. You can get the Wendigo. and in You ti- can get the Wendigo? You can get the Wendigo. So in times of starvation, in times of few resources during horrible blizzards, you can become a Wendigo uh, and you'll go mad uh, for murder and the taste of flesh, eating more than you could possibly need to survive. And that's why they think it's not a you know, Donner Party situation where you're forced to eat the dead, but that you specifically kill to eat more and more flesh. Fuck. Steve, I'm going to start with the first part. According to Basil H. Johnson, an Ojibwe teacher and scholar from Ontario, this is the description he gives uh, from the Algonquin people of a Wendigo. Okay. The Wendigo was gaunt to the point of emaciation, its desiccated skin pulled tightly over its bones. With its bones pushing out against its skin, its complexion the ash gray of death, and its eyes pushed back deep into their sockets, the Wendigo looked like a gaunt skeleton recently disinterred from the grave. What lips it had were tattered and bloody, unclean and suffering from the separation of the flesh. The Wendigo gave off a strange and eerie odor of decay and decomposition of death and corruption. Fuck. So it's, the Wendigo is like the spirit of a walking corpse. It can never get full. It can never have enough to eat. So it constantly searches for flesh. And even if it ate the whole family, it wouldn't be satisfied. Okay. It's said, uh, Native Americans will say that it's kind of a story, kind of a morality tale. Where when f- there's not enough food to become greedy, you could become the Wendigo. So Fuck. it's important. It's kind of a, a message of sharing and whatnot to keep you from, to, you know, for the community. So if there's only five apples, it'd be like if you're going to eat, if you eat everyone's apples, you're mm-hmm. going to become the Wendigo. Oh, f- just because you're greedy. Yeah, for greed. Yeah, oh, fuck for dude. taking others, what uh, other people's resources for, you know, taking more than you need. I'm already greedy. You're already a Wendigo. No. Um, and others say that it is uh, an oncoming spirit or monster 
that can sometimes it's a, a spirit that can possess you mm-hmm. or itself is a monster cursed what, for its greed. What does it actually look like? Um, it looks imagine a sham a giant shambling corpse. Um, some tribes say that as it eats more people, mm-hmm. it gets bigger. Um, and that's why it can never be full is because it always changes size. Fuck. Yeah. Um, oddly enough, Wendigo is also a, uh, a Marvel character. Yes. Yeah. I'm picturing like a white beast. Yeah. Don't picture that. Because I, I, I looked up. I was like, isn't that guy in Alpha Flight? And that's not accurate. Um, this is kind of the what we've been seeing lately, the more modern idea of a Wendigo, where it's kind of more like a forest spirit. Really, with the antlers and stuff, that's that's from Hannibal. Um, they talk the TV show. They talk about the Wendigo because he, you know, craves the flesh. That's fucking creepy, dude. Yeah, it is terrifying. Wasn't he? Wasn't a Wendigo in The Witcher Three? They call it a Leshen. Oh, that's right. And then it's like a forest spirit. I like I like this one. I like this I like this rendition. You like that one? That one looks like the Leshen. Oh, yeah. No, no. It it's cool as shit. Um. But in uh, if you watch Hannibal, he keeps getting visited by this man with deer antlers, and that's the Wendigo. Well, I guess this one would be more be- would be better. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, it's I don't. Oh God, they make it look like a deer, and that really fucks me up. Um, bleh, make it stop, Steve. I can't Steve, make it stop. Steve, make it stop. Okay. Uh, so, is the Wendigo real? Is I'm going to say no. From what I can say, a creature that stalks the night murdering and eating men and women and children, probably not real. Um, an insanity that can come upon you in the That's deepest real. throes of winter at your last most desperate moment. Maybe. Maybe. Because there are signs of that all the time. Uh, there are signs of... Uh, people going mad with hypothermia taking their clothes off and running out into the woods and and it happens it happens it happens happens. it's a real thing when they find you know lost campers they find them naked in their clothes in the trees because something makes them do this uh they go mad it's a type of hypothermia that makes you feel super hot like you're burning up um they think that could also be the possessing wendigo spirit fuck so do i believe in a possessing spirit that could do make you do things like this a, a madness could you become the wendigo i think you could i think be, you could yeah. i think you could become the wendigo is the wendigo a physical corpse walking around eating people no. probably not probably not probably not <sighs> steve do i survive we'll have to find out <laughs> shit when we come back the top five halloween episode with our number one cryptid you stay tuned Like the living dead, we return with only one cryptid left. One nightmare still to be unveiled. I guess two. We each do one. We each have a nightmare left to be revealed. Well, you know what? Without further ado, let's reveal that nightmare. Steve, what's your number one cryptid? My number one is the Mothman. The Mothman, you say? Yes. It's my favorite one. Probably because of the movie. Okay. You love Richard Gere? Yes. Okay. The Mothman is a West Virginia folklore in Point Pleasant from November 12, 1966 
to December 15th, 1967. That's recent. Pretty recent. I mean, Not we've been, been talking about Native American legends, so that's pretty recent. Uh, it pretty much became famous by the author, John Keel. Mm-hmm. He wrote the book, The Mothman Prophecies. I own the book. I meant to bring it with me today. I got halfway here, and I was like, fuck. It's all right. You know, I was actually just reading a thing John Keel said um, before he died that he had enough information on the Mothman to write six books, but he didn't think anyone would believe it. I believe it. I'd believe it. I believe the Mothman. I but the original it. copy only sold like 75 books. Yeah. So he was like, oh, yeah, I'm no, not making any money on no, that. I'm not, I'm not writing that. Um. Okay, so. So what's a Mothman, Steve? It's kind of uh, it's kind of self-explanatory. Half man, half moth. Got moth wings. Uh-huh. It's got giant red eyes. If I remember correctly, its big red eyes are like in the middle of its chest too. No, it's in it's in the head. No, no, I don't think it has a head. Yeah, it has a head. Does it have a head? Yeah, there's a statue of the Mothman. Oh, I don't believe that statue. It's in West Virginia. Oh well, maybe I believe that. They have a festival. I'll just go get to that at the end. Okay, okay, keep going, Steve. Don't okay. let me interrupt. Oh God, Jesus! By the way, if you stare into the Mothman's eyes. You get conjunctivitis, a.k.a. pink eye. No shit. Yeah, no shit. Because um, when he was interviewed. <laughs> really? Yeah, dude, when he was interviewing um, people who've seen it, they saw a young couple, the 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 man and girl had, um, they had pink eye. Interesting. I had Interesting. Pink, I had pink eye when I was a kid. I had pink eye fairly recently. And I thought, dude, when you're a kid, I thought I went blind. <laughs> I really did. Oh, yeah. This is what I was thinking of. This Mothman here. That, that There's a head right there. Yeah, I didn't realize that was a head. I thought that was like the middle of his chest. No. Okay. No, no. So, um, it was cited by, uh, cited in what is known as TNT areas. Mm-hmm. The site is a formal, former World War II munitions plant. Okay, so something might have been going on there, you think? Yeah, the thing is, though, I still don't know what a TNT area is. It's like a wildlife management area, according to Wikipedia. Oh, it's probably like Montezuma National Forest, where it's just a bunch of woods and shit, so yeah, the local mu- species don't die out? Yeah, pretty much. Okay. But, um... I, I, I So when they see the Mothman, it also, it also involves... This is a huge rabbit hole now. UFO sightings, too. Should I get on my tinfoil hat? No, no. Okay. No, we haven't worn those in a year. That's true. Whatever radiation's already in there. It's already in there. So UFO sightings, you say? Yeah, UFO sightings. Jesus, okay. The uh, Mothman's uh, wingspan's about 10 feet. That's big. That's pretty fucking big. That's, like, Thunderbird-sized. Yeah, pretty, pretty much. Yeah, half a Thunderbird. 18 feet for a Thunderbird. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. So, um, this, like I said, the sightings last for about a year. Mm-hmm. And it all ends on December 15th, 1967, when the Silver Bridge collapses and kills 46 people. Interesting. Now, how is that related, Steve? Because the Mothman was seen just hanging out on the bridge leading up to. Interesting. The bridge collapse. Do you think he was trying to warn people? Yeah, some say yes. Okay. Some okay. say no. Some say he brought down the bridge himself. Interesting. What? You got questions. I got questions. Steve, do you think the Mothman is a physical being? Uh, like a like a like a. It lives out in the woods somewhere. It does this kind of stuff. Or do you think it's more of a manifestation of something else? It might be more of a manifestation, like a spirit, or or. 
No, I'm not gonna say a spirit. Like I said, involved like there's UFOs mm-hmm. that involve with this. UFOs, you say? Yeah, UFOs. Do you want to play the music again? There you go. We don't have to wait for the whole thing. Okay. Um. One. I'll dive down this rabbit hole just for you, Taylor. Please, please, Steve. Please. I'll get my scuba goggles. Your your what goggles? My scuba goggles. Oh, Jesus Let's God. dive. One of the most famous iterations of a UFO in West Virginia is when Woodrow Derringer, who was an Appalachian salesman, that's mm-hmm. what it says. That's fine. Met a man named Indrid Cold. Oh, Indrid Cold. He is known as the Smiling Man mm-hmm. because he's got this big stupid fucking grin on his face. Uh-huh. He's from some planet outside of God knows where. Sure. And apparently he took Woodrow to said planet. Uh-huh. And people didn't believe him. But somehow this relates to the Mothman too. It's it's all in his book. Okay. All in John Kill's The Mothman Prophecy. And, and I want to point out John Kill is the most credible paranormal research uh, re- researcher there is. Do not read the book at night. I'm just letting you know. It will freak you out. It freaks me out. Just to wrap up the Mothman, you got you, you look scared. I just I Mothman is so fascinating to me because it is so much more than a cryptid. Yeah, it's not like I saw a goat man who's a real guy, uh, and you're like I saw the goat man. It's like I was chased down the road by Mothman. Yeah, because there's 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 stories where these people were escaping it, yeah. and it was just following them. Yeah. And, and then, you know, it shows up right before horrible tragedies and is said to be present at those horrible tragedies. And it's not like other shit looks like a Mothman. No. Someone said it was a crane. I'm like, get the no. fuck that's out. What they, that's what some zoologist. Uh, yeah. That can't. But I mean, Mothman's been described as being furry, leathery, all sorts of different stuff. And I wonder if he's less of a physical being and more of a warning might be more of a warning maybe it's maybe it's you know ufo's attempting to create a person to warn us but they don't understand the the men in black appear in in the book john keel gets chased by the men in black most of his life yeah it's fucking crazy oh it's crazy um it, shadow governments are involved it goes all the way to the top steve i know So real quick, this is a fun fact. I love it. I kind of want to go the, go here and do this. Okay. Okay. Fort Pleasant held its first Mothman Festival mm-hmm. in 2002. What does that entail? It didn't really say. Okay. I just pictured a festival with people walking down the street dressed like a Mothman. Okay. I think there's a parade. It's for a parade. And in um two, 2003, they unveiled a 12-foot metallic statue. Of said creature. Steve, I, I'm looking at that statue, and that is masterful. I heard the statue isn't somewhere in Fallout, the new uh, the online one, because it takes place in West Virginia. We don't speak of that game. Oh, sorry. Fallout 76. We saved it for Pop 5 when I lose my shit. Yeah, right here. It's got, yeah, into the TNT area of North Point Pleasant. Yeah, it's got a whole plaque on it explaining the first encounter of the Mothman. That is pretty fucking creepy, actually. I'm, I am fascinated by this. So the locals have come to embrace. They, they embraced it, yeah. 
I, I believe there, there's been sightings in other cities maybe around the world. I've, I've heard he shows up before great catastrophes yeah. uh, all over the place. But West Virginia, that's the one where it's That's the most documented. famous, well, yeah, most famous yeah. one. Yeah, that's the one where John Keel showed up and went, what's going on? Tell me everything. Pretty much. I'm halfway through the book. It's it's so, so bizarre. John Keel, I'm going to be on a tangent real quick, but he said around this time uh, – he was researching the Mothman, you know, just talking to people that had been like, yeah, I saw a guy. And he's like, all right, whatever. Um, he got visited by a friend of his uh, while he was in West Virginia. And he, his friend was like, oh, hey, I heard you were in town. Mm-hmm. Uh, I want to see if you want to hang out, have a couple of beers. And they're like, yeah, caught up, had a few beers. And uh, and then he left. And that night, John Keel found out about the Silver Bridge collapse. So flash forward a few years, he runs into this guy's wife, and it was a good friend of him. Like John Keel was his best man yeah. at his wedding, so he runs into this guy's wife, and he's like, "Oh, hey, how's uh, how's you know my friend? I haven't seen him in a, since, geez, sixty seven or whatever." Mm-hmm. And she goes, "He died in fifty eight. What? And and John Keel's like, "No, no, no, you don't understand. I saw him, and I remember because it was the day that the Silver Bridge collapsed. We had some beers, we caught up. That's so why it's like, no." He's been dead. I would know. I'm his wife. That's fucked John up. Keel was visited by a dead man that day. Or visited by some trickster. Fuck. I'm, okay. uh, a UFO, you know, brain. They looked into his brain, found someone he would trust, uh, put a, made a projection of it, or they resurrected his corpse, or it's a, a men in black who is somehow... No, the men in black aren't that smart. <laughs> no, the, the way they just you could do we could do a whole episode. You know what? I'm gonna talk about men in black after we finish our number ones. Okay, but like, you remember in the last podcast on the left, they talked about yeah. them, and they're like, they did Henry did that funny accent. It's me, the moth. No, no, it? that was for the men in black. The men in black, where he's like, I am men in black. I don't remember. Something like, did you see UFOs? They're not real. <laughs> They're not real. Men in black trying to get into a barn. And they barn. have like, like long They have long fingers. fingers. We're going to talk about men in black. Okay. In a minute. Steve, final thoughts on Mothman. Real? Mm, I'm going to say yes. going to say yes? I'm going to say yes. Physical being or manifestation? I'm going to say a manifestation. All right. All right. So not like a wild animal type thing, but no, like a, a something. Something, yeah. All right. You get pink eye. Can give you pink eye. Whatever it is, it can give you pink eye. You know what else can give you pink eyes, dude? If you if I fire on your pillow, my number one. Yes, <laughs> and if you fire on my pillow. Okay, sir. Okay. I wonder if this can give you pink eye. I bet it can. Steve. Yeah. Canada didn't suit you very well. Fuck yeah! I survived the one day go. You're sick of the cold climate. You, you get sick at the idea of it. You just want to go. You just want to leave. Somewhere where they'll never know where you are. Somewhere where you can be on an endless vacation. And you go south of the border. You go south to Puerto Rico. Okay. You're in your jungle home. Shotgun in hand. Always ready for the next creature. Oh. When you hear the dogs and the goats screaming. You go outside to find them completely drained of blood. Oh, fuck no. In the underbrush, you see only the lizard-like head 
of El Chupacabra. The Chupacabra. El Chupacabra. The Chupa thingy. El Chups. El Chups. I love that name. Oh, yeah. I gotta, I'll got. i talk about That's it. That's a pretty good name, El Chups. El Chups? I gotta, well, I'll talk about El Chups. So El Chups is a smallish, leathery type, uh, almost ape-like creature, but more like a lizard. Like yeah. a lizard ape. He's a lizard. Okay. He's called El Chupacabra, which I believe is Spanish for the goat sucker. Mm-hmm. Um, he was first sighted in Puerto Rico in 1975. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. The first, uh, no, no, 1995, um, where eight sheep were discovered dead, completely drained of blood. Um, a local farmer says that she saw El Chups and described him almost exactly like the xenomorph from alien great sorry great, steve great no, however no. on cable the night before played alien <laughs> so that's not a great witness however i some, really hope she was high something did could be ayahuasca uh Something definitely sucked the blood out of this. In 75, uh, there were similar killings in the small town of Mocha, where they called it El Vampiro de Mocha, the vampire of Mocha. Mocha. Yeah, that was an easy one. Um, and, and, of course, we all know there is plenty of cattle mutilation where the, the blood is completely drained. You can find that all over the southern U.S., Mexico, Puerto Rico, even into Brazil. So the question is, is the thing causing these well-documented cattle mutilations, mm-hmm. El Chupacabra, the goat sucker. The goat sucker. Or, or aliens. Could be a lot of things. It could be a lot of things. Some people say that El Chupacabra is only a Mexican hairless dog. Oh, yeah. I, and I've seen pictures. Yeah, it could be. Uh, however, Mexican hairless dogs generally don't suck all the blood out of a, li- a farm overnight. In fact, they generally leave livestock alone because it's dangerous. So we don't really know what it is or what's out there. Steve, mm-hmm. I want to bring up why I would talk about El Chups. Okay. I had a really okay job one time long ago, and I worked in an office, but I was unhappy. Because I worked in an office. Mm-hmm. So on the whiteboard, I drew a picture of El Chupacabra. And somehow, that became the mascot of that office, briefly. Okay. Uh, where everyone would be like, oh, El Chups. I love El Chups. All Chups. And people would come into our office and be like, why do you have a picture of El Chupacabra on the wall? And we're like, oh, that's El Chups. And sometimes, in my darkest hours, I think to myself, I wonder if El Chups is out there thinking about me. Thinking about you. I think, Steve, okay. with with positive reinforcement, with using the secret by the power of my own will, I can manifest, I help to manifest El Chups and to keep that memory alive. Isn't it alive in Hispanic culture still? It is. And okay. that's the thing. There's sightings of El Chupacabra all the time. Um, and what's crazy is in huge numbers around... Some people attribute it to there was a report of some kind of crash of a ship in Puerto Rico, and we think maybe El Chups might have come from that, and that he's an alien. Uh, that's what, how I believe it. That's that's what most people believe. He is an alien who is doing very well repopulating 
in America, South America. So he's asexual? Well, I'm sure there's more than one chup on there. Okay. All right. More than one chupacabra. Or maybe that's not how they reproduce. Maybe they reproduce by budding. We don't know. Maybe he just grows a tumor off his body, and maybe he got wet. Maybe they're like, uh, yeah, maybe he got wet. And, like a gremlin. And yeah, and a bunch of them popped out. Yeah. We don't know. We don't know. There's uh, an episode about El Chupacabra on X-Files, and there are no El Chupacabras in that episode. Don't you find it weird, though, that these settings started in 1995? It is weird. And nothing predates that that's what leads me to kind of an alien idea because you'd think there would be natives would have the legend of the whatever Mm -hmm. that's generally how it works with monsters and things the tibetan monks the you know the the native algonquins the you know the navajo would have some kind of legend or memory of this item even with vampires and werewolves in europe there is you know, you can go back to the the uh, berserkers of uh, the Viking days. Oh yeah, where they would put on a bear shirt and become a bear. It, it there is always some ancient tradition, but with El Chupacabra, there really isn't like a goat sucking reptile. No, and I, I I remember watching No Lie Inside Edition, mm-hmm. and they were talking about El Chupacabra. It's wild. When I was a kid. Some people say there are still dinosaurs that exist in the deep forests of South America. And sometimes they wonder if El Chups is something like that, like some kind of land before time, land of the lost, like slee stack kind of creature. How do you prove that there's a dinosaur in, in like that out there? You know who spends a lot of money trying to prove that there's still dinosaurs in South America? Oh, the, the, the Yahweh guy? No, Chuck Norris. He he he! Fucking, For real, he fucking would. Wouldn't he? It's part of whatever weird Christian offshoot he's in. All right, Steve, that's number one. That's number one. And in, in final question, is El Chupacabra real? Is it real? Something sucking those goats. Goats ain't gonna suck themselves. Could it be the vampire of San Francisco or Sacramento? Oh shit! Uh, um, Richard Ramirez? No, no. Richard Ramirez was uh, the else. Night Stalker. He was Night Stalker. Um, I don't remember his name. You know what I'm talking. Yeah, about. Yeah, the guy who drank all the buckets of blood and stuff. Listen to uh, the first Halloween episode. Yeah, listen to last year's Halloween episode. Top five serial killers. Um, Steve, that's that's it. That's all five. How do you feel? Well, I I've survived some weird creatures along the way. You've done well. You've done well. Yeah. Um. So. Steve, do you have any honorable mentions? Yeah, I do. All right, what do you got? I got the Loch Ness, so I got Nessie. Yeah, I'm surprised Nessie kind of didn't make the list. I wanted to do Nessie. Yeah. But there's just, there was way too much to actually fucking read on that. Right, and everyone knows Nessie. Did you see recently they said it might be a giant eel? Because there are giant eel DNA they found in uh, the lake. No, I did not see that. Uh, Yeah, they think Nessie might actually be a gigantic eel. However... Locals were like, yeah, no shit, we know there's eels in the lake. It's Scotland. There's eels in all the lakes. There's a, you, you can't actually see in the lake. Well, that's the problem. It's really murky, it's really murky and it has like an underground cave system yeah. in there. So if you go through the whole thing with sonar, you can't bounce it into all the caves and, and crevices no. and things. Um, I've got the uh, Ozark, Ozark Hollower. It's, it's another version of... Um, like a Bigfoot. Oh, okay. Like a Bigfoot type thing. Yeah. There's got to be something to that because so many cultures have, um, 
you know, a, a legend about some kind of Bigfoot, Sasquatch, Yeti, Yowie. And um, this would be my last one. Okay. I can't say it, but this is an Australian, like, sea creature. Okay, let me do my... A bunny up? Yeah. Interesting. It looks like a tiger in the water. Yeah, I wanted to do that for, like, a number five, mm-hmm. but that one just didn't have enough information. Yeah, not a lot of information. Um, Steve, I had some ideas for some uh, more magical type creatures, like um, a puka, which is an Irish uh, folklore kind of creature, but it it's so clearly like magically based that I couldn't. It's it's like a, a transforming trickster spirit. Well, I did I did the skinwalker. Yeah, but I couldn't even get like skinwalker. At least takes physical. Well, you know, so it's it's like a it can turn into a horse. Okay. And you'll try to get on this horse, and then it'll drag you into the water and drown you. Nope. I'm good. I won't survive that yeah, one. Not a good one. Um, oddly enough, there's testimony from a Catholic saint that he fought one. St. Patrick? Oddly enough, no. No. I yeah. You'd think. I don't remember any other Irish saint. I don't, I don't either. I just remember reading the name and be like, huh, weird. All right, what else do you got? Uh, well, of course, I thought about the men in black. But they're more of a phenomenon. Yeah, they're... I don't. I don't think we. Disc- I don't think Men in Black is not Will Smith. No, like there's two Men in Black. There's kind of what you're thinking of the Will Smith, Tommy Lee Jones, like government agents, Men in Black that visit you, try to intimidate you into giving up your search for, say, Mothman, or a Skinwalker, or whatever. And then also people are visited by these otherworldly almost slender man looking characters who for some reason have no knowledge of basic human things I, or technology. I say they're like aliens in disguise. Essentially they're aliens in disguise. They're tall gray men with long fingers. They all wear black suits and they all drive brand new 1950s black Cadillacs or Lincolns. Not to throw the last podcast more listener viewers, mm-hmm. they interviewed Dan Aykroyd. Yeah, on Side Stories, yeah. he talked about a, like a Men in Black experience he had. Yeah, I would listen to that. I just read about one recently <sighs> where a Men in Black showed up at the local tavern and um, was like, "I would like meal, please." And they're like, "Okay, what do you want?" He's like, "Meat." And so they're like, okay, and they just like brought him some food, and they brought him some Jello beforehand. It was the seventies, everything had Jello. And uh, sorry, Steve. And he was like, "What this? Like it's Jello?" And he goes, and he just picks it up and tries to like drink it because he had no idea yeah. like what this substance was or how to like put it in his face. And then he just like got up and left without paying. Okay, I'm kind of freaked out now. Um, there's a there's one where this guy had a sighting, and he goes outside and he hears this like rattling. And he's like, it's just this rattling, rattling, rattling. He's like, Jesus, someone's trying to break into my garage, into my shed. And he goes out there, and there's two men in black, and they're futzing with the lock. But it's not like a lock. It's like a latch for, like, a gate, like, where you just kind of lift up the thing, and it go, and they're fiddling with him. They can't figure out how to get this latch up, like this very basic, just lift the little thing, and you're in. Uh, and they're fiddling with it and fiddling with it, and the guy goes out and goes, can I fucking help you? And the two men in black are just like, no. And then they walk off into the woods. <laughs> the fuck? <laughs> it's, there's so many reports of men in black. This is a real one. 
Ready for this? No. This is not crypto related, but you guys got to hear this. Okay. So in the late 50s, early 60s, there was a flap in, in London of women in black where they would come to someone's house or apartment and they'd say, we're from the Department of Child Services. We have to look around. And, they're, and it's Britain, so you don't say no. And mm-hmm. they're just like, okay, let me get you a cup of tea. And they'd look around. They'd be like, we have to take your children. And, you know, whatever mother was there would be like, no. And they'd be like, give us your children. Like, no, get out. And then they just leave. And when they go and they call child services, they're like, are you sending someone, like, around to different places? And they were like, no. <laughs> we don't know who these people are. It was in newspapers that Jesus. people in uh, – women in nice suits with uh, ID badges were going to people's houses – trying to just take their children. But as soon as they said, no, get out, they would just leave. Thank God we only do this once a year. Because it is horrifying. Yep, yep. These are the nightmares. This is the Halloween spoopiness we get to enjoy. Mm. Steve. I got goosebumps right now. I'm not joking. I'm actually kind of freaked out. Anything you want to say to the listeners for Halloween? Happy Halloween. (laughs) (laughs) Well, happy Halloween, guys. Don't forget to give out candy. If you got candy when you were a kid, that means you have to hand it out every year for the rest of your life. Halloween is a community activity. If you're not part of the community, get the fuck out. If you have sweet tarts, please send them to me. You like the sweet tarts? I love sweet tarts. You can have all the sweet tarts I get this year. I hate them. And York peppermint patties. You got weird taste. I also like... um, like Almond Joys? No. Okay. No, what's the, what's the wafer candy? Not the Smarties, the other one. The oh, NECA. Oh, Tums. No, not Tums. It's like NECA. NECA wafers? Yeah. I, lo- I love that. They don't make NECA wafers anymore. You can get an off-brand, but they don't make NECAs anymore. Then I want sweet tarts and your peppermint patties. All right. Gross. Um, I'll take anything with peanut butter in it. Or caramel. Okay. I'm All not right. picky. I'm not picky. Um, so that's Halloween again for top five this year. Don't forget to rate and subscribe and uh, check out all this stuff we've been talking about uh, on our Instagram at top five underscore podcast. That's top the number five underscore podcast. Um, check out the pictures that we'll post on the Insta ham. Yep. Uh, check out be a lot. Probably follow me at. Oh, I found out I gave out the wrong. I don't know. My my Instagram is like Dr. Mitris, I think. Okay. I thought it was the same as all my other shit. And it's not. And Steve over at Stevie Westside 88. 88. Yep. Uh, and that, that'll do it this year. So stay safe, stay spoopy, uh, and we'll see you uh, we'll see you next week. <laughs> <laughs>